Hello and welcome. It's Motivational Monday again. Jim Lucy here and very special guest, Kyle Sullivan. And the topic is absolutely amazing today. We are talking about betting on yourself. Hello, Kyle. Hello, hello. How, how are y'all doing? I'm glad, uh, glad to be on here and excited to motivate some people on a Monday. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> So, Kyle, tell us about yourself and why you chose this topic to tell people what is the main message. Yeah, absolutely. So I start with a question. What do you think a D1 athlete, drug dealer, pastor, husband, father of two under two and founder of a coaching company have in common? They're all seasons of life for me. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that everything that we happen that happens to us or happens because of us, it all matters and it's all needed. And so for me, my life is a, a story of ups and downs, setbacks and setups, um, feeling in the dumps, feeling buried, but knowing that you're really planted. And so I, I again, I said, you know, I've been married for eight years, have two kids under two. Launched a business in the middle of the pandemic after being a pastor for 11 years. And so this idea of uh, betting on yourself is something I, 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 I live, I'm living, and I will continue to live. Well, wow, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Well, when you said this, said this earlier, we spoke to Kyle a little bit earlier off camera. And when he mentioned this about betting on yourself, the first thing came to my mind was about some of the CEOs that I speak with and betting on yourself. Then I began to think about how many of them uh, project a certain amount of confidence. But when you put them aside, they're just like everyone else. They have this imposter syndrome and they wonder, can I do this? And they don't really have a lot of faith and betting on themselves. What do you think about that, Kyle? Oh, man. You know, I love it because it's so true. We put people that have reached a certain level of status, success, accolades, or fame on a pedestal. But I love what you said. When you get them behind closed doors, when you have closed conversations, you realize we're all people. We all struggle. But the truly successful are the ones that say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to walk through the struggle. I'm going to, you know, it's said a lot, embrace the suck. I'm going to experience the growth. And that's what makes us truly successful. One of my favorite quotes is by Mike Tyson. And he said, everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. That's right. And I love that because for me, I add one little thing to it. Not that the champ needs anything added. But his quote says, everybody has a plan until you get hit in the mouth. My addition to it is start to like the taste of your own blood. Mm -hmm. So I think back to any fight movie, Gladiator, Braveheart, any of those, Rocky, where the guy gets punched. And he wipes his lips and looks down at the fingers that have blood on it. And you just know it's about to go down. And so the people that truly bet on themselves are the ones that can get hit in the mouth, see their blood, and keep moving forward. Yes. Yes. Well, that's true. We all know we go into hard times, and usually we get up 
And if they're able to get up and fight for ourselves, we get a better result. But what will be your advice for those who seems keep struggling and sliding back into the victim mode or into whining and uh, arrogant or something, or just being angry? What will be your advice to them? Ooh, well, one, we have to understand that no one changes unless they're forced to or want to. So you got to start there. If if a listener is finding themselves in a perpetual state of victimization, complaining, whining, oh, it's always happening to me. I never catch a break. Well, yeah, you're going to attract more of that because our brains will look for everything to justify our internal belief. So that's the first step. You got you to gotta shift your belief to shift your world. The second thing is you got to ask yourself, what do you truly want? Most people that I get to work with, executives, athletes, business owners, pastors, they say, what do you want in life? They have no clue. We've gone so far as adults, like I have a two-year-old little girl, Piper Grace Sullivan, apple of my eye. I can ask her what she wants, and I'm going to get 57 different things. She wants Minnie Mouse. She wants a juice box. She wants some applesauce. She wants a water cup. She wants to go outside. She wants to play inside. She wants to watch Coco Melon. She can tell me what she wants. <laughs> but oftentimes we get conditioned as adults to not think about what we want. We just have to endure what we have. Mm-hmm. And so we have to ask ourselves, are we wanting to change What do we want? And then I think the third thing that really a person who's stuck in a cycle of despair needs to ask is, who do I need to become to achieve that thing? Those three questions can start the process of breaking that cycle, but it takes work and oftentimes takes other people speaking in and holding you accountable to the thing you said you want. Now, you said, it's interesting, you just also said that it takes work. So did you mean that it takes also for us to look deeply inside and admit the hard truths about ourselves? Oh, 100%. You know, I, I, I thank God for my, my coach, my mastermind, and my counselor. Because I go to all three every week. Mm-hmm. Because we aren't able to see the blind spots, the deficiencies, the, the, the ways in which we are leaving things on the table. So yeah, we got to look within, but then we need others that are trusted to look within and go, hey, have you thought about that? Hey, I'm seeing this thing here and I don't think this is what you mean to be doing. I don't think this is what you want out of your life based on what you've told me. And so you got to look within You have to change within before you can change anything externally. Yes, you absolutely do. So why is it, this is a question that is always rhetorical. Why is it we get to the point where we seems to get what we want? We had this goal in our mind for a long time and we finally got there. And here it is, another thing that we want, something else on the top of the other thing. Why is that? Oh, I mean, which way we want to go with this? I think one, there's there's a beauty in that unless it's taken too far. So as driven 
as people that are results oriented, goal focused, performance minded, that's just the natural progression of who we are, right? So as long as it's not in an unhealthy state, that's a good thing. But I believe that you have to celebrate every win along the way. What gets celebrated gets repeated. And so if we don't celebrate the the small wins, we'll never enjoy the massive wins. And we'll just think, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And even if, and this is something that my counselor and I worked through and, and was like, oh, I had a hard time celebrating big wins. Because in my mind, that's just what I was supposed to do. Like, I'm driven, I'm action-oriented, I, I set big goals, I hit them, sometimes I don't. But if I hit them, I was like, all right, next thing. And I had to slow down enough and go, man, even if that was my standard, it's still a win and I need to celebrate it. I need to acknowledge it. I need to write it down. I need to document it so that when I'm feeling off, I can go back and look at all the ways in which I have grown. And so I yes. think that's one of the ways why people hit a goal and then they move on too quickly and they forget how far they've come. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great insight. I can see your daughter's taught you well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes it's just very nice to learn something from kids because they're just so natural. <laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and here's another thing, too, that I find funny. And I'm definitely like, I'm that dad now. All my stories seem to relate to my kids. But my daughter, she asked for something and she has no doubt in her mind, whether we have it in the house or not, she has no doubt in her mind that dad can get it <laughs> and dad can provide it. And I'm like, man, that's such a lesson for me is like, do I have that same intensity about what I want? Am I constantly asking for it, meditating on it, visualizing it? Because my daughter doesn't have that language, but that's what she's doing. Daddy, I want this. Daddy, I want this. I'm like, girl, we ain't got it. I, like, I'd have to go to the store. Daddy, get it. I'm like, I guess I'm going to the store now. So I love it. Kids are amazing. That's good. That's wonderful. This is Kyle Sullivan and his advice on betting on yourself. So, Kyle, one last message. What will be your advice to our listeners what they can try this week to get under this state of persistence and unconditional belief in yourself? Yeah. So, when we bet on ourselves, we are able to get peace. Peace of the decision, peace of the direction, peace of who we need to become. Before that... We have a lot of, of worry, anxiety, um, concern, confusion, like, should I do here? Should I do this? And I feel like there's probably some listeners that right now, they're hearing this in their ears and they're, they got a decision to make. Whether it's personally, professionally, they have a decision to make and they're going back and forth like this internal ping pong match in their head. And I want the message to be this. The peace that you're seeking comes after your obedience and action, it will never precede it. So that decision that you're making, 
Should I bet on myself? Should I go for this thing? Should I make this decision? Take action. Even if it's not the right one, you're still moving forward. Yes. So take some kind of action. That's right. Take action and trust the process, adapt, and you'll get there. You'll get the piece you want when you bet on yourself. I hate to say this, Kyle, but you know, I used to teach fifth grade math and science. And one thing I noticed about kids is, A, they're very resilient, very adaptable. And if there's not a way to do something, they'll find another way and go through it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, need to, we need to learn more lessons from, uh, from kids instead of trying to teach them everything. Because, boy, I've learned my kids are going <laughs> to teach me a whole lot. You're absolutely right, my friend. <laughs> That's just beautiful. So to all our listeners, please take an action, two steps forward, not one step back, okay? Listen to Kyle's advice and visit his website, kylejsullivan.com. You can find link in the description to this episode. Kyle, thank you very much for being here with us. Hey, Kyle. Yes, absolutely. Thank you all so much. I wish you much success, my friend. And any listeners out there, please go to his website, use this guy, download his material. He will get you fired up. Thank you so much, y'all. Take care. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.